Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone. It's the one and only notorious, glorious V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Cuco, a.k.a. CJ, a.k.a. the master of the Flux Capacitor. He is known as the CBD Cowboy. Check him out. Um, check out. Check out our sponsors. Well, it's called him the CBD Cowboy. We might as well talk about my mycbdedibles.com. MyCBDedibles.com. It is the right now the raving most amazing product company out there when it comes to CBDs. Their edibles are the best, bar none. Huge fans, huge fans of the product. Love it. Check it out. MyCBDedibles.com. Also, folks, check out our website, roguemoney.net. Rogue Money on Facebook, DTube, Steam, it, every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're there in a bag of chips. Also, check out uh, uh, myfreedomnow.net. My freedom wow. Remaincom.net. Remaincom.net. <laughs> you got debtors and collectors knocking on your door, waving the 4-4. Remaincom.net will make them go away, kick the bankers in the nuts. Also, check out thecryptoschool.io, thecryptoschool.io, whether you want to learn about cryptocurrencies or whether you want to learn about uh, how to trade. That's the place to do it. The Crypto School, the cryptoschool.io and folks if you got cryptocurrencies you want to liquidate i don't care if you got five thousand you got five million liquidbase.io liquidbase.io man we got to start putting all these links in the description box i don't know how to do that yeah i'll do it yeah i, I, I meant to like do it's that there, it's saved so we don't have to keep inputting it right yeah i'll edit the permanent permanent information yeah i'll do that actually if someone posted in the comments yesterday there's like I wish you guys would put the links in. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Brilliant <laughs> idea. Yeah. Just be so busy with everything. Sometimes we forget those little details little that mean so much. Right, right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, liquidbase.io, the only platform of its kind in the entire world that, le- that lets you liquidate your cryptocurrencies. Uh, there is no reporting done on Liquidbase's end of it. It's all up to you. Uh, it's complete privacy and security. Do it all using the power of LBMA, good delivery, gold. Uh, with that being said, CJ, what's going on, brother? Hey, doing great for you. Good morning. Uh, good morning to all of our listeners or fans. And yeah, excited. A lot of a lot of stuff going on. And I think we got a good, uh, you know, some information to cover. So yeah, how, how are you, V? I, I'm doing good, man. I, I'm caffeinated. I had a hot cup of coffee. Then I had a Starbucks venti iced coffee. Then I had a Starbucks venti black tea lemonade. I'm wired, bro. I'm totally you sound very caffeinated. You're ready for this. I feel kind of sick now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where do we begin? Well, let's start with my favorite darling of the Silicon Valley, the Schmelicon Valley. Let's talk about Schmelicon Valley and all the, all the wonder kids that work in Schmelicon Valley, all the great engineering minds of Schmelicon Valley and all the marketing BS that they put out there. And this is from our buddies over at Zero Hedge. Covert recordings of Tesla's new Model 3 facility reveal something mm-hmm. unexpected. 
There's also a tie-in article to this that I'm going to discuss right quick as well. But I want to flesh this out for you guys. Okay, I want to. I want I, what I'm trying to see. What we do at Rogue Money is we pull back the veneer. We pull back the curtains and we say, "Hey, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. We're going to pull back the curtains. We're going to show you guys exactly what's going on behind all the marketing BS. We're going to show you this, and the reason why we show you this is because we want to show you that. Hey, you know what? If you think that there's no room for improvement. If you think that there's no room for an enterprising maverick, for a, a disruptor to come in and shake up the status quo, you are dead wrong. When you see weaknesses in companies like Tesla, Shmeshla, when you see weaknesses in companies like Apple, oh, God, they got weaknesses. Facebook, yes, they got big problems. Scroogle, same thing. Okay, uh, Uber, all, all these companies are ripe. YouTube, Twitter, all these companies are ripe for disruption. The greatest movement that has begun within the grassroots, within the people itself, within those that are enterprising, is this mantra that's called decentralization. Decentralization seems to be a very, very popular catchphrase. Decentralize. And globally, it's, it's de-dollarize and decentralize or die. So this article, right quick, is from Business Insider. It says, I'm sorry, posted through Zero Hedge. According to Business Insider, fewer than 100 vehicles have actually made it through the quote-unquote tent facility, technically known as GA4 or General Assembly 4. Um, and this is about Tesla and their new piece of junk, their new steaming, ready to explode at any moment. They should call this the Tesla Model Explode, another one, the the, the uh, Explosion 3. And the line since production began in, in, in June. The publication also knows that it's unlikely that the General Assembly line, number 4, will provide the output Tesla needs to reach its 5,000 Model 3 goal for some time, according to one of the company's employees. Business Insider also reported that Tesla has only built, made around 6,000 Model 3s this month. Well short. See, they only made 6,000 Model 3s. They're supposed to, folks, what they were saying, what Elon, the carpetbagger, the fraudster, the snake oil salesman, Musk, what Elon Musk was promising, folks, was 5,000 cars a week. 5,000 cars of a Model 3 that is costing anywhere between thirty-five dollars to $50,000, plus with all the government subsidies for buying this steaming piece of shit, you will probably walk out for around uh, thirty grand, high 20s, whatever. It's a piece of crap. Over the past week, Tesla... Stock has enjoyed a torrid surge, driven by a short squeeze following an email to employees by Elon Musk in which he updated workers of the company's plan to produce 5,000 Model 3 cars a week at the end of this month. Let me explain something to you guys. You think Elon Musk... See, people... Look, I believe the guy is kind of deluded. I do believe that. I do believe he's deluded. Is he stupid? No. He's a con man. He's a confidence man. 
He knows how to milk and play with idiots' emotions. And if you're investing, okay, if you're thinking that Tesla is the answer to the world, you're a freaking moron. You're a freaking moron. I like Tesla stock, okay, and this is for entertainment purposes only. I like Tesla stock. I have no problem trading stocks with Tesla. I have no issues holding their shares. I have no issues converting their shares because I'm not married to Tesla. I'm not looking at Tesla as if Tesla is going to solve the world's transportation problems. Tesla, the government welfare company that it is, all it is is a marketing firm. And later on, I'll probably explain one of these days of how Tesla actually makes their money using carbon credit trading. That, that, that's a whole other topic. But anyway, so Musk knows this. Musk is not an idiot. He's a con man. So what does a con man do to, 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 to get his shares up? He knows about the fickle shareholders in Wall Street. He knows, folks, that in Wall Street, it's not about how a fund performs. It's all about volume. It's all about chasing the yield. So he knows that the yield chasers need some sort of se sediment in order to get sentiment, excuse me, in order to get some sort of motion and movement in a stock. He knows that. Elon Musk damn well knows that he has no way in God's green hell, no way, no way in God's green earth, that this moron could produce 5,000 of these steaming piles of crap every week. He knows. He knows that. He knows 6,000. He knows he doesn't have the orders for it. He doesn't have the dealer network for it. He doesn't have the capacity for it. He doesn't have the repairability for it. He has nothing. But he knows if he goes out on a stage and you got all the sycophant Tesla idiots let, ready and waiting for Elon to, 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 to say his magic words, they're all waiting on Elon with lotions in hand. Massive, massive mutual masturbation convention. That's what these Tesla things are. So Elon goes out there and says, we're going to make 5,000 vehicles a week. And Wall Street says, did you hear that, folks? 5,000 a week. Let's pump and dump. Let's go. And Tesla shares go up. Musk said the company's now producing about 500 per day or about 3,500 per week, adding that some parts of the production system have already reached a quota of 700 cars per day and praised the staff for their hard work. It's getting very exciting. All parts of the Model 3 production systems are now above 500, and some are almost at 700 cars already. Congratulations to all making so much progress, Musk said in an email Friday night. That's it. That's all Wall Street needs. You see, this is not about... This is the danger of having a fully electronic stock exchange. This is a danger when there's no checks and balances. This is a danger when... The, Everything is so damn distorted that the capacity and the capability to do a proper mark-to-market is impossible. It's impossible. When you have a market where fundamentals go out the window and all it is about, all it is, all it is, is about chasing yield. Chasing yield. That's it. Yield chasing. Yield chasing then fundamentals don't matter. It doesn't matter because it, 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 it's how much yield can you get. Forget the fact that they, these idiots in Tesla have no capability of doing this. And yet it was all clear skies because Musk also said there are a few bottlenecks. 
What are those bottlenecks, Elon? Is it reality? Could reality be a bottleneck for you, Elon? Could it be? Bottlenecks preventing all parts of production from reaching the goal of 700 cars per day. Quote, unquote, radical improvements are still needed on some parts of the production line. And the real world Tony Stark lamented that confused some investors. How can the company be on track to hit its quota yet be desperate need of radical improvements? Folks, does that make any sort of damn sense to you? Because I sure as hell will tell you right now, it don't make no sense. How can you say, I'm very excited, all Model 3 production systems are go! Thunderbirds are go! 500 cars, 700 cars already, full quota. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, after that, uh, uh, we need radical improvements because uh, there's a lot of bottlenecks that's going to prevent us from reaching the goal of 700 cars per day. But wait a minute, you just told me you're hitting 700 cars a day. Now you're telling me there's a problem of hitting 700 cars a day and you need radical improvements. Adding to the bizarre narrative that this psycho man called Elon Musk, a.k.a. Howard Hughes, resurrected the crazy Howard Hughes in the paradoxical twist, of course, that one week ago, just as Tesla was entering a burst quarter end period, Musk was firing 9% of salaried workforce, raising more than one eyebrow about the company's management and motivational methods. So let me get this straight. You have you have executive after executive after executive after executive resigning, saying exit stage left. I'm out of Schmessla. Don't want to deal with Schmessla. That it is a steaming pile of crap. They have no real vision. This is a scam of a company. Then, damn near 10% of his salaried workforce gets eliminated. And in Wall Street, still, still, because again, folks, fundamentals don't matter. Welcome to the new normal. Well, this is why the entire system needs to be overhauled, economically speaking, right here in this country. Still, even with this excitement, Tesla was behind. Earlier this month, Musk said, quite likely, quote unquote, that Tesla will hit a weekly Model 3 production rate. Of 5,000 cars. By the end of this month, here too, eyebrows were raised as Tesla originally planned on to make 5,000 model cars per week by the end of 2017. We're damn near halfway through 2018. But could not even hit that half that quota in reality, which brought us to this weekend. Ah, this is where it gets real interesting. When Musk unveiled that as crunch time was approaching, the company launched a whole new general assembly line. Quote, he says, in three weeks with minimal resources, which incidentally was housed in a tent and tweeted what he claimed was a pick with the first Model 3 dual motor performance coming off the line. <laughs> so Musky Boy tweets a picture of the um, uh, uh, this, this Model 3 that he's coming off the assembly line. It's this amazing work by my Tesla team. Built entire new general assembly line in three weeks with minimal resources. Love you guys so much. Pick up the first Model 3 dual motor performance coming off the line. <laughs> then on Tuesday morning, with just 11 days left until the end of the quarter and the deadline to hit the Model 3 quota, Musk explained that he needed another general assembly line to reach 5,000 a week. 
My God. Either this man is a schizophrenic. Either this man is a psycho. Or this man has, has said so many lies that he's running out of lies to tell. He's forgetting his... Somebody get Elon a notebook. Somebody get Elon a notebook. A notebook in which he can keep his list of lies, what lie he said, to whom he said it, and at which day and time he said it, so he doesn't look like a jackass on Twitter. So he doesn't look like a jackass to us who have a critical mind, like on this channel. Think about this. 11 days left. He goes, oh, yeah, we need a we need a second line. Wait a minute. First, you just told me that you're hitting a quota of 700 cars no, a day. No problem. You're going to blow that quota out of the water. Then you said you need a bottleneck uh, to be fixed. There's radical changes that are needed. Then you're congratulating your team on a brand new assembly line coming out and saying, hey, this is great. Everything's going good. Oh, yeah, we need a, another assembly line to reach the, the goal of 5,000 a week. But I just thought you said you're reaching 5,000 a week. What the hell is going on? They have a tent facility under construction. When will it be online? What will it produce? Why build a factory in a tent rather than a conventional facility? This is what a person was asking Elon Musk. What can you tell us about the Tesla factory 2.0? It's a freaking circus tent. And he's convincing you morons. You Tesla fans out there that, oh, yes, this is a new type of construction. It's a tent, and we're going to build the Model 3 in it. It's a new production line. You know, CJ, when, when, when Toyota wants to expand, when BMW wants to expand, when Volkswagen wants to expand, when Mercedes-Benz and, and General Motors wants to expand, they want to increase their production. That's what they do, CJ. They, oh, they have tent factories. Tent factory set up in a parking lot in Walmart where the new line of cars will come out. Needed another general assembly line to reach 5K a week of the Model 3 production. Musk is responding. A new building was impossible, so we built a giant tent. Incidentally, these are just two dozens of tweets that Musk has sent out in the past two weeks, a time when he supposedly was, quote, on the factory floor when most of his time was spent wasting in Twitter arguments. And so as the back and forth between Trump and his skeptics and critics continues earlier today, covert videos showing the inside of the Model 3 production tent, which houses the latest assembly lines, was leaked. What it reveals is concerning because it reveals nothing at all. An assembly line with a handful of cars on it, virtually no production, with no engaged workers working on the cars, and worst of all, no movement or purpose at all. Almost as if the entire factory is an elaborate staged prop to give the impression of work as the actual workers just sit around and do nothing. Wow. Wow.
This is mind-blowing. This is mind-blasting. This should anger every single one of you. You see, folks, I've been saying, see, I'm one of the guys who've been saying this for quite some time, that Silicon Valley is a, is a place full of shit. It is a place not of real engineers, not of real innovators, but of marketing con men. Okay? Of marketing con men. They're not producing revolutionary anything anymore. They're a bunch of SJW-loving, social justice, virtue-signaling, marketing-maving con men. There's no friggin' talent there. Silicon Valley is symptomatic of also of everything else that that centers around engineering talent and innovative talent in this country. It is dismal and very disconcerting. Recently, here's a tie-in news right quick, CJ. This is what I want to talk about real quick. Iraq just put out a tank order, okay? Iraq just put out a tank order. Now, Look, CJ and I have been detailing very for damn near over a year at this point how American M1A1s and American M1A2 main battle tank, the Abrams, which was vaunted as the greatest tank in the world. It is unstoppable. It's impenetrable Chabon composite armor. It is classified top secret. Talking all that smack about how great the Abrams is. It's superior. Superior to any other tank in the world. And they start facing the, 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 the Saudi Abrams. And people say, well, see, the Saudi tank crews are not trained that well. Their Saudi tank crews are trained by Americans. Okay? They're trained by Americans. They're trained hard by Americans, and they're trained very well by Americans. They, they are always in joint military exercises with their American counterparts. Why? Because they have a... They want a unified system of operation. This is, you know, some sort of a standard operating procedure in place. So the American-made M1A1A2 Abrams, which is the most advanced modern-day battle tank, actually enters a battle with a bunch of goat herders in Yemen called the Hoythis. And the goat herders are able to get some Russian cornet missiles and, and gecko anti-tank missiles. And the next thing you know, the next thing you know, folks, is that the M1 and CJ and I have been talking about it for quite some time. The M1s were going, they were they were being lit on fire like they were a bunch of Roman candles. They were just sitting there sparking in the desert, going up in flames. Boom, 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 boom. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Some of those videos... Were taken by taken down by YouTube. Some of the other uh, images were taken off the internet, mysteriously vanishing. Uh, videos I've seen of M1s being decimated, killing their entire crews on the inside, all vanished. All vanished. There's a handful of them that you can still find here and there, but the really good ones that shows you how pathetic the tank is. Oh yeah, gone. Can't can't find it nowhere. Can't find it nowhere. It's like the bloody M4 Sherman all over again. If you watch any damn near World War II movie, like the latest one, Fury, folks, do you know the M the the M four Sherman was a was a, was known as a death trap? Soldiers hated that tank, but the marketing mavens over at the defense industry will tell you it's the greatest tank of World War II. It would take six Shermans to kill one German Tiger tank, six of them. So we've been building bullshit. 
for a long time. We have a marketing. The military-industrial complex should be called, known as the, the marketing incompetent complex because that's what they're good at. They're good at marketing. So it came time now. See, the, the, the Iraqis, see, the world, see, the smart people of the world have been paying attention to what's been happening in Yemen and all these global conflicts, and they're looking at the Amman A2s, and they're like, you know, the Iraqis were about to buy them. Last minute, they changed the plans. What did they buy? What did the Iraqis buy? The Iraq's 35th Mechanized Brigade swapped their Abrams for T-90s. Why? Because the T-90s in Syria performed admirably. Anti-tank missiles, no problem. Reactive armor, we'll take care of it. Uh, handheld RPGs, no issues there. The uh, the, the the electronics uh, warfare suite on the tank takes care of it. The tank can shoot missiles out of its turn. The, tar- the tank is fast, it's maneuverable, it's agile, it's great for desert warfare, it's wonderful for close and urban warfare. No issues whatsoever. No issues whatsoever. And this is the problem here. You see, we are a country of great salesmen, which is great when we actually make great stuff. And it sucks when we don't make great things and we're trying to sell the BS around the world. Why do I bring this up? You see, I brought up Tesla and I brought up the M1A1 tank. Tesla and the tank. I brought it up for one reason, one reason to you folks alone. We need to start realizing and start dealing with the hard realities. Other countries of the world will not fall for marketing bullshit. When a product, let's say a a defense product wants to be made in Russia, it better work. It better work. I had a conversation with a gentleman who's a a listener to the show, a great guy, uh, trains law enforcement and SWAT teams around around the country. That's what he does. He's a firearms and tactical expert. Damn good. Okay. I asked him straight up, hey man, you know, what kind of gun do you like? What's your favorite gun? Yeah, AK 47. I'm like, why? It works all the time. I just need it to work. And this is an expert. This guy, this guy's a pro. He trains SWAT teams around the country. Freaking awesome. This guy's got trigger controls is sick. Things just have to work. You see, we like the hype. We like the story. We like the, the fluff. So when you get hyped on Tesla and you get hyped up on the M1A1 Abrams or the F-35 or some, oh, look at this. We have a stealth ship. They know that you're a sucker. See, if I can sell you on on how great Tesla is, if I can sell you how great our war machines are, then then you'd also believe the lie that the unemployment rate is 3.5%. You'd also believe the lie that the Wall Street is doing great and the economy is strong. You'd also believe that lie. You see, it's very unpopular, folks, in our society to be a person of truth. It's very unpopular. You're not going to have a lot of friends. In fact, your family might not even like you. Ah, that V guy. Oh, that CJ. Let's not invite them over for Thanksgiving this year. You're not going to be popular. But in order for us, if this is truly MAGA, making America great again, if this is about making us awesome, then we need to deal with the harsh friggin' realities that we ain't got shit going on. Brother Moufrançois, s'il vous plaît, oui, oui. CJ, what do you say? Great breakdown, V. You know, a couple of thoughts. 
one and and exactly what you said why this is so relevant and in particular with Elon Musk you know let's not forget you know who is in the inner circle of of Trump and the influence and that's Elon Musk you know who do you think in part has NASA completely turned over a good portion of the rocket production and let's also you know face the fact that Trump just announced a very new space command or space military and a couple of schools of thought, you know, a lot of people are, are thinking, oh, yeah, because Trump understands that we need to get into space and, you know, there's there's mineral, there's deposits and all that. And I, and I can understand somewhat of that. It's going to be very costly to do something like that. But what I'm more concerned about, V, is the expansion of the military complex. Oh. And Peter Schiff's podcast yesterday talked specifically about the fact that these controllers can no longer get away with all these omnibus spending bills and this. Uh, you know, this, this, you know, creating money in thin air. So what better way of doing that, of rewarding people like Elon Musk? It's going to scare me to death if we have this new expansion of military involving space and Elon Musk is, is on the board of directors or is, is an influential player in designing and think about these things. Cause let's face reality. It very well could happen. And secondly, B, do we want to see, you know, all this money being spent on these programs that I think is intended more for to reward corporations, spend all this money on these programs. You know, it's, it's, it's hyping things up. It's just basically trying to, again, just try to prop up the economy. And the last piece I'll, I'll leave it is in, in regarding Tesla is that, you know, as a uh, corporation, it's, it's very important. A lot of companies several years back started dividing up their CE role versus their uh, chairman of the board, right? Because obviously the board has a huge responsibility for oversight of what the company's doing, what the company's working on. So for the shareholders of, of Tesla, you know, shame on them for not holding Elon Musk accountable and saying, listen, you know, look, you can't hold both roles because obviously you're not holding yourself accountable to uh, high operating standards. So shame on those people, shame on them for not dividing those positions up and understanding the crucial role that a board plays in, in oversight of a corporation. You know, the, it, it, if I was on the board, board of directors, I would have simply have, you know, called Elon Musk out, you know, help constantly say, listen, you're not meeting any of your criteria, any of your goals. You're, you're, in, you're in other businesses venturing out. But I think be the far more important part of this conversation is the fact that what role will Elon Musk have in developing these technologies uh, spending all of this money uh, that will be our tax money, our dollars going directly to companies that he will start uh, potentially. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying potentially V. Yep. Exactly. There's a lot of issues, man. A lot of issues. People are fading. All of a sudden, the you know, I talked about it yesterday, the, the freaking virtue signaling with these stupid illegal kids. The BS uh, surrounding that man—it's—it's it's, it's ridiculous. So, on top of the fact that what we're doing is wasting time, virtue signaling each other, we have no industry. We're producing crap. At the same time, we're—we're—we we're, think we're—we're we're convincing ourselves that nobody else could innovate like us. It's a bunch of nonsense. Bunch of nonsense. And all the while, you know, here's a great article, man. I—I I, I guess you could break this down. The attempt to stop the One Belt One Road initiative. Uh, White House accuses China of persistent economic espionage and aggression. Um, just ridiculous. China's economic aggression. Yeah, because China goes to Africa, CJ, and puts a gun to their head and says, let us build hospitals, schools, and roads. Let us create infrastructure so your people could work better. Let's create jobs for your people and, and, and bring them up to a middle class and a higher standard of living. Let's do this or we're going to kill you. 
right? Because you know Africans are threatened by a better quality of life. You know, so that's that's what China's doing. China is aggressively threatening the world with a better quality of life, and we just can't we cannot allow that, right? Yeah, just and I think this is a result of having the neocons, of having the the John Boltons, of having these people that want to uh, leverage the U.S. military for uh, economic sense and propaganda. And so we specifically know why, and, and I'm not sure why they would put out a, I think it's a 35 page uh, report. And so this specifically, this report that was put out uh, by the government maps out and talks about uh, the threat that China is. And we know V that this is specifically around uh, the dollar, specifically around tr an, another attempt to try to slow down China in their economic development of the things that they've, they've uh, accomplished with the one belt, one road. So you can go read it yourself. I may post a link. This is at whitehouse.gov. It's a 35-page report on how China's economic aggressions threatens the technologies and intellectual property of the United States and the world. So this is, again, new propaganda. There's a new boogeyman uh, in the house. Uh, you know, it, it's no longer al-Qaeda. It's no longer uh, ISIS. It's, it's now uh, China and Russia, V. Yep. It's China and Russia. That's it. That's what's doing it, CJ. It's China and Russia. Uh-huh. They're so evil. How dare they create wealth in other nations? How dare they create energy independence? How dare they create alternatives to SWIFT? How dare they uh, create de-dollarization? How dare they? Why aren't they bombing countries and taking over places like us? How dare they? How dare they offer economic mobility and 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 and, and infrastructure and hospitals and schools and how dare they, evil, aggressive China, the tyrannical communists. Ah, the communists are taking over the world. And only us, virtuous America. Yes, us, the virtuous deep state of the military industrial complex. You know, as China is going there and, and building schools and bridges and tunnels and, and hospitals and 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 business and infrastructure and retail and commerce and trade and mutually beneficial to both countries and China. While China does this evil thing, we will do the righteous thing, CJ. In Africa, we'll set up AFRICOM. Yes. Yes. AFRICOM. Yes. And then, and then CJ, we'll create terrorist organizations like Boko Haram and Jamia Islamia and Jihadi, uh, Jihadi Confetti. And uh, they'll go out there and they'll bomb and they'll have all sorts of terror bombing and false flags so we can expand and use that as an excuse to expand our presence in Africa. And we'll make sure. Africa stays impoverished, and we'll make sure that we rob and rape their p and pillage their resources, CJ. We'll make sure that we take out and extract every drop of cobalt and iron ore and, and gallium and infinium and molybdenum and, and all the good stuff, CJ. We'll take it all out. <laughs> uh, China's aggression. Yeah, this this paragraph here, V, is, is very interesting and, and, and contrasts this to what we do here in the United States. While harming competition with economic espionage abroad, China protects its domestic industries through tariffs, as well as regulations and restrictions on foreign ownership and investment. The Chinese government dominates most industries and plays a crucial role on how capital is allocated to the corporate sector. <laughs> we don't do that. For example, until recently, state-controlled investment funds have been focused on acquiring natural resources, 
and empowered agriculture companies to help secure supplies of food for China's population. And quote unquote, uh, China's biggest sovereign wealth fund, the Chinese Investment Corporation, has used a significant fraction of the 800 billion of assets under management for a venture fund focusing on Silicon Valley. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, China, Silicon Valley, Shenzhen, and Shenzhen blows the doors off of Silicon Valley. Blows the doors off of them. Like, like you know, we're, you know, CJ and I will talk, and all of us, we all have a smartphone. And on average, you could have over like 2,000 components on a smartphone. Okay. China is the only place in the entire planet, especially Shenzhen, is the only place in the entire world where if CJ and I wanted to create a smartphone, we can have. All 2,000 of those components configured, installed, and a working prototype will be in our hands within 24 to 48 hours. There is nowhere on the planet that even comes close. The type of efficiency in supply chain management, it is literally a generation ahead of anything we have anywhere else in the entire Western world. Literally a generation ahead. People should be going there studying. Why is China going to Silicon Valley? I don't know. Maybe going to buy up the real estate. Maybe there could be some intellectual ideas that they can make better. There's a wide swath of arguments. Folks, it, it, it's it, it's night and day, man. It's night and day. And this is what we do. We have marketing BS. We have, it, it, it's, it's all sizzle, baby. All sizzle, no steak. All sizzle, no steak. All show and no go. And yet we, we, we hype to the world about how great our stuff is. And we make this... And we really can. I really believe the American worker could literally compete with anybody in the world. We need to deal with these hard truths that we need to get these 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 charlatans and these um, these uh, snake oil salesmen and these con men out of our industries, so the real enterprising people, the real engineers, could run things once again, not these marketing madmen, CJ. And that's all I got to say. Yeah, and and again, I mean, V, some of our uh, associations with uh, some of the, the the think tanks, the uh, LaRouche Pack, the yep. uh, Schiller Institutes. You know, you know, we're not the only ones that are stating this. You know, regarding China, I know that there are some other outlets that continue, and and, and by no means is China a, a perfect uh, society or anything like that. But at, at the same token of that, you know, th- from the information that we've received, the information that we analyze, uh, China is working very aggressively to help develop other countries to. Uh, develop wealth, uh, make uh, these ec- economies uh, uh, balanced, and and again, it just it just uh, alarms me that instead of you know building bridges and building alliances to understand this, that we're you know so quick to uh, produce a thirty-five page report regarding the aggressions and the threats uh, yeah. of a country. So um, that that's my take on it. V. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And with that being said, folks, we're over now. I'm going to have the Crypto Boys on later today. Uh, recapture the show that we couldn't do on Monday. So, uh, you know, uh, keep it locked here. And with that being said, we're over now. Take it away, CJ.